time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Glad you're with us today for another edition of the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter Storholt here with Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting, serving you in Greensboro with an office on Mears Chapel Road. Find us online and schedule your free consultation with Glenn by going to roadmapfinancial.com. Glenn, you ready for another great show today? Absolutely, Walter. Let's get let's get to it. Fantastic. We're going to hop right in today, and we're going to talk about the things that don't matter until they do. Uh, fire extinguishers, I think, fall into this category, Glenn. Uh, the airbags in your car, you don't really think twice about them until you actually need them. Uh, smoke alarms in our house, all good examples of the things in life that don't really seem to matter until they're the only thing that all of the sudden matters having with you nearby or that it's working. And on that rare occasion, when you need one of those items, you'll be very glad that you had it, or you'll be really regretting the fact that you don't. And so we want to talk about some of these same things that follow this principle and this idea in the financial world, the things that don't really seem to matter. They just sit there and don't really do anything until all of a sudden you're really glad that you had these structures in place. So we've got four important things for you to think about on today's show. And the first one that's a great example, Glenn, is legal documents. Uh, Because again, that's like the fire extinguisher, right? It's just, you're going to do them and they're going to sit there and then you're never going to touch them probably until all of a sudden one day you may need those documents in place. Well, that's you're exactly right, Walter. You know, and you know this is you know, one of the things that we that we talk about you know early on in terms of you know what you know what preparations have you made? What you know what do you have in place? You know, is there about wills, trusts, you know, powers of attorney, you know, um, advanced directives? You know, all of those things are you know are, are critically important to have in place for when things actually happen and, you know, and, and there are major life events that, you know, that, that change and, you know, an impact, you know, you do the work to get those, those documents in place. And then it's just like they sit on the shelf or they, they go in the safe or, you know, wherever you're, you're storing them. And, you know, you don't, you know, oftentimes just don't even think about them and they may sit there for years and years and years. Right. And, you know, and then, but then obviously then when things happen, they're, they're there for you and, and all it's the, the roadmap is all laid out. On the other hand, if you're you're going along and those things are not in place, right? I mean, it's kind of the same experience until, right? But then when you get there and 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 it's not in place, then you, it's like, you know, oh my goodness, you know, we've got this you know situation. It's like, you know, to your analogy, but we're talking about a fire extinguisher, right? Now you need a fire extinguisher, you know, whereas before it was, you know, it was you know maybe a, a major event that was you know not necessarily pleasant. But at the same time, you have, you know, everything's in place to make it make that transition. And, you know, and everything, everything can be done exactly the way you wanted to have it done because you did the early work and putting things in place. And, and that's and that and that's really, really important. You know, so it's just, you know, you got to have that team, you know, you want to have, you know, things, uh, you know, in place in terms of, you know, financial planning and, you know, and, and income planning and, and, you know, legacy planning and as well as, you know, thinking in terms of, you know, hey, I, you know, do, do I, you know, do I have a, an estate attorney that has helped me, you know, uh, you know, put the, you know, the right documents in place, like you say, powers of attorney, advanced directives, you know, you know there may be wills, you know, the sometimes trust. And, you know, a big deal is, is to make sure that you stay current, right? Because, you know, laws change. 
sometimes things in your life change or the dynamics in your family change. You know, you, you may move from one state to another, in which case, you know, you know, your will, you know, is, is going to be is going to be, you know, really governed by the state in which you're, you know, which you're living and where it was written. And if you live in one state and move to another, you know, well, suddenly it's, you know, it's, it's very possible that, that what you have in your will, if it's not up to date and it's not in the, in the current, you know, jurisdiction, you, there may be problems there. So you're wanting to make sure that, that you're dotting your I's and crossing the T's. And this is a tough one, Walter, because, you know, I mean, it's not a pleasant thing to think about, you know, your own mortality or, or your, you know, or that of your spouse and to have those conversations. It's really heavy and it's, it can be challenging and, and, you know, and different people deal with it different ways. But, you know, you really got to make sure that, you know, that you do dot the I's and cross the T's and you have the, the proper paperwork in place to make sure that what you want to have happen actually happens. Right. Because you want to make sure that the people you care about are taken care of. And they're also and they also you know, are aware of, of what your of what your desires are. Right. And to make sure that that you know everything goes as you know as as it should in in the most efficient way. If you don't have all those things in place, oftentimes you know your your what your desires you know are, are not necessarily known, and that you know they're they're not necessarily followed. You know you may end up paying more. There may be more taxes you know paid out of out of your you know your holdings or your estate or your retirement accounts if you hadn't planned you know if you hadn't planned ahead. Or, you know, the same thing, you know, could be in terms of, you know, nursing home care. There's all kinds of scenarios, Walter, as, as, as you and I both know, and I'm sure the listeners know as well, that we've got to have these things in place and make sure that, you know, that, that you, you, you do the work and then you revisit it from time to time. You know, you know, every, you know, three to five years is probably not a bad thing to just kind of check back in as I say, you know, hey, do these, you know, these documents still say the things that we want them to say? And, um, and if, if so, great. Um, if not, obviously make adjustments. And as well, you know, making sure that, that, you know, if there's been any changes in the law, right, whether that be federal law, you know, we've, we've had, you know, just in the recent years, you know, the SECURE Act changed to quite a bit of things. And so a lot of people had to do some updating. You know, sometimes it's state laws a bit, but it's just making sure that, you know, that, that everything is, is set the way you want it to be and it continues to stay that way through time. And you won't have that unless you make sure that you have your documents in place. It's uh, hugely important, I think, to make sure that we have these things standing by, ready to act uh, when we need them. It's why there's so much, it's ingrained into our heads when we're kids to have that that plan for if there's ever a fire in your home, what to do, where you're going to go. Make sure you change those smoke alarm batteries, because again, these things are critically important when we need them, even if we don't need them on a daily basis. Something else where we see this happen in the financial world, I imagine, Glenn, is when it comes to things like uh, long-term care protections. Uh, Again, something we don't really want to think about, just like we don't want to think about our home burning down. And we don't want to have to put a whole lot of concern and wake up every day going, oh, I wonder if my home will burn down today. And we don't want it to be on our minds a whole lot, but we kind of need to put some plans in place for it, right? Right. Well, yeah, you're exactly right, Walter. And this is one of the big this is one of the big things that can really, you know, devastate, you know, a you know, a household. Everybody knows. I mean, the, I, I haven't yet to talk to, to anybody, I think, you know, the, who's in the retirement years or soon to be that either hasn't you know, had, some, you know, know somebody in their family or a really close friend or, you know, associate of some sort that has had, you know, their, their parents or their grandparents, you know, go into a long-term care facility. And, you know, these just, you know, you, you know, you think in terms of five, six, seven, eight, nine, you know, a thousand dollars a month. I mean, it can be, it becomes a, you know, a huge thing that can just wipe out, 
your life savings, you know, within a, within a matter of a few years, right? And so it's it's really important that you have something in place or, or a strategy in place, you know, hedges in place to make sure that, you know, you have you have ways of dealing with that. You know, I often say that the challenge, though, is, is that when you look at traditional long-term care, you know, insurance and whatnot, it tends to be, you know, relatively expensive, sometimes extraordinarily expensive, right? And so, you know, I, I often say is, is, you know, folks don't, you know, they're, they're not opposed to having long-term care coverage. They're just opposed to paying for it, right? Right? Because it's like you're in a situation where, you know, you, you could potentially have this really, you know, large you know, expense and you don't yet. But you don't really know whether or not you're going to need it or if or if you will or when or, or, or any of those things. And so it becomes a really difficult thing to try to justify that, you know, the, you know, how to how to pay for it. Right. And so, you know, one of the things that we that we want to look at, you know, when we're doing planning is, is to see if there there are ways to have, you know, some portions of your money to to work overtime. And in other words, you know, that, that, that there are certain financial products that, that are there you know, that you can utilize that, 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 that may have more than one benefit or, or ways that, that you can access the money. And sometimes that you'll have, you know, long-term care protections that are, that, that are there or, or chronic care protections that are there in certain life insurance policies or certain types of annuities that, that also have other, other, you know, benefits of maybe protecting a portion of principal or creating an additional income stream or something like that but then when you know but then if there's a situation where there's a long-term care event you know there there is a possibility of having those having those income benefits increase you know to to help offset those issues with long-term care so it's again it's just trying to have your money be the most efficient as it can be and to be able to do multiple things for you and you know and and oftentimes particularly when we're talking about the insurance world Walter you know a lot of folks you know just, uh, there there are there are many scenarios and many different products that are out there that folks just that it's outside of their awareness right i mean you you can you know read lots of different articles or you know go you know on on online and you know and see different you know you know webinars and podcasts and and things like that or you know turn on the financial channels and and things like that and and there's and there's so much there about the financial markets and and you know and retire you know and you know when this about retirement and that about retirement or you know how and saving for retirement but there you know you don't have those same kind of scenarios and those those same kind of outlets that really inform and educate folks about what's what's available there you know for long term care you know or life or you know creating you know an income income streams and whatnot it's just it's something that's kind of uh, i think lacking within the industry because it's it seems as if there's really the the industry is is really kind of tilted in terms of you know, you know distributing a lot of information about one you know certain parts of 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 your financial life but Oftentimes, there's not as much there as really what could be, or maybe in my view, maybe should be in terms of the retirement years and, and all the different risks that can come up, and, you know, and ways of, of planning for them. And, and you know, and, and, you know, and having having you know, things in place to make sure that that you're going to be protected or that you've got strategies there. It's just not something that that's as readily available as other things. And, you know, it, it's something that you really want to make sure that you have those conversations, and you start putting things in place. And if you haven't done that, you need to, or if you haven't, you know, if you, if you're in those retirement years or or approaching them, and you know, you you haven't had those conversations with your advisor, you need to, or you maybe even need to maybe get a second opinion to, to talk to somebody who kind of specializes in the areas of making sure that you know that you, your retirement years, you know, you have strategies in place that that are that are different than when you're and you're accumulating and saving for retirement. 
All great points, Glenn. And, and a third example here of these things that don't matter until they do. And maybe I should have started with this one, probably the most obvious of all of them, but we certainly shouldn't overlook it, Glenn, would be life insurance. Sure. Well, no, Walter. I mean, it, it, there's again, there's it's, uh, you know, the insurance industry has has evolved, you know, tremendously over time. And they're and they and they've created a lot of different you know products that do different things. And again, you know, it's, it's not a one size fits all. You know, somebody may have one objective, and so you would you would kind of lean to, in this direction. If, if somebody else has another objective, you might lean in a different direction. There is oftentimes a you know a, you know either a need or a desire for the benefits that that are there for life insurance. You know, you know most people think in terms of life insurance as you know as is a pure death benefit product, and you think in terms of well, gosh, if something happens when I'm young, I want to make sure that I've got maybe a term policy in place that'll pay off the house if if something happens to me or you know, will help, you know, protect, you know, the kids, you know, possibilities of going to school or things like that. But, you know, oftentimes folks think in terms of, well, you know, once I get to the retirement years and, you know, maybe I have my house paid off or the kids are grown and, you know, they're gone, maybe I don't need life insurance anymore. And that, that sometimes may be true, but there's, you know, there's another, there's other situations there. It's like when, you know, when one person passes away and it's a married couple, there's a loss of income, right? There, you know, at least one of the two social securities, the, the smaller of the two social securities stops, you know, stops coming and the, and the larger of the two becomes the survivor benefit. You know, if there's a pension in place, oftentimes that's impacted either. Sometimes it completely, the pension completely goes away or maybe it gets cut in half or reduced in some, you know, in some manner or means, you know, and the other thing that happens in, you know, when, in, you know, when one, when one spouse passes and the surviving spouse is there. We, we've just talked about the scenarios where their income, you know, may drop and 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 likely will, and and you know, and 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 so forth. But you also have the scenario that a lot of times people don't think about, and it's not necessarily planned for, but it ought to be. And that is, is that you end up now the surviving spouse is is soon going to be a, a single filer in terms of their tax returns, and so that means their their standard deduction is going to be cut in half. Right. And then, you know, also, you know, their, their, their tax brackets, so, you know, the, you know, the thresholds that take them into the next tax bracket, those calculations are cut in half as well. So there's a whole lot there. I mean, it's not uncommon for, for, you know, for taxes to go up and, you know, an income to go down because of those dynamics. And oftentimes we, you know, life insurance can, you know, can help fill that, that, that void and help create a scenario where, where additional money could, you know, create additional income, as well as the fact that some of the newer policies, you know, have the ability to to have, like we were just talking about before, you know, long-term care or chronic, you know, chronic illness, you know, or, or terminal illness protections where you can actually access those, you know, those that death benefit while you're still alive. You know, if you build cash value, there's uh, there's other things that can be done there in terms of, you know, drawing it for cash flow or, you know, for extra expenses and some of the things that we've talked about before. So the, the, it's it's not a one size fits all and it's not your father's life insurance, so to speak. I mean, there's there's a lot of different things that are out there now that the, you know, that the industry has kind of gotten smart and created scenarios where it, it allows people's money to do multiple jobs within one product. And, you know, it's not to say that, that life insurance is for everybody. And if you're talking to uh, a, a quote unquote life insurance salesman, you know, they will they will tell you that it's the greatest thing since sliced bread and it's a silver bullet and it'll do this and that and everything else. Well, you know, if you hear that, you know, you definitely want to run in the other direction because there is no such thing as a, you know, as a magic you know, policy that that'll do everything. 
But you know, at the same time, you don't want to just, you know, just just miss it out of hand because there there may be reasons to consider it at the very least, you know, to, to look at how things work and understand the, the pros and the cons. And there might be a scenario where it's like, hmm, that makes sense. I didn't really realize that I could do that with that product. On the other hand, you may you may go through that process of learning about it and you might think, OK, well, yeah, that's that's nice to know. And then maybe if the situation changes, I, I would maybe consider it or maybe this. This is something that I could, you know, refer a friend that maybe they, you know, I know their situation a little bit. Maybe they should consider it. But again, it's it's just understanding what your choices are and understanding what your choices are allows you to make informed decisions where, you, you know, you, you may say yes, because, hey, I didn't understand that that was, you know, that that was that that wasn't there where you might you know, might learn a little bit more and say, huh, that's interesting. But it's still I, I still think I'm OK without that. But again, just knowing, you know, knowing, you know, things that are outside of your awareness gives you more choices and gives you more information so you can be wiser about what you're doing and how you're doing it. Great points, Glenn. And uh, I think we need to make sure we squeeze in one more here. And it's a little bit different. Uh, So this one's slightly different than the first three legal documents, long-term care protections and life insurance. But things that don't matter until they do, we need to throw in lifetime income streams into this conversation. Now, that's a little bit different. That's not quite this like uh, nice and clean, Glenn, is saying, all right, I'm going to buy this policy for life insurance or long-term care or, okay, let me set up some documents and that's done. Lifetime income streams are a little bit bigger deal to think about, set up, and, and manage, at least most of them. Well, no, you're exactly right, Walter. I mean, you know, I mean, we're talking about things like Social Security, pensions, you know, rental income, you know, possibly annuities and those kinds of things, right, that are income streams. They, they, they produce income on a regular basis, right? And, you know, I know I, I oftentimes will, will, you know, will ask folks, you know, either in a, you know, in a group setting if we're doing a, you know, a workshop or, a, you know, a class or something like that, or even if, you know, we're having a conversation, you know, in terms of, you know, just in terms of discovery and, you know, sitting down with somebody when you ask the question, you know, do you have a pension, right? And, you know, fewer and fewer people can say yes to that because, you know, pensions are, you know, are really, you know, gotten phased out largely, you know, used to be that everybody had a pension and now fewer and fewer people have pensions. So, and, you know, and when I ask that question, you know, a lot of, you know, obviously a lot of people say, well, no, I don't. And, you know, and I say, well, you know, then the next question is, is, well, do you wish you had one? You know, and almost everybody says that, that doesn't have one says, well, yeah, of course, I, w- I would love to have a pension. You know, but so then we think in terms of, OK, well, you know, let's let's look at your situation in terms of, you know, income planning strategies and whatnot. You know, one of the first things we do is we look at, you know, your Social Security benefits. You know, have you turned those on yet? You know, have you a- have you activated that or what is your strategy about, you know, going about doing that? And then when you, you know, because you know, typically the vast majority of people are going to have, you know, Social Security benefits. And, you know, and then, you know, then you, you have to decide when are you going to, you know, activate it or when is your spouse going to activate it? Sometimes at the same time, sometimes it's different. And then there's a lot of strategy in there. But then after we get beyond there, we think, OK, well, you know, when when you're drawing Social Security and, you know, more often than not, that's that income stream is not going to satisfy the lifestyle. There's no, there's typically a gap right between what the Social Security is going to provide and what the desired lifestyle is. It's like there's just not there's not as many dollars as you really need or want to have. And so then we think in terms of, OK, well, how, you know, how are we going to fill that gap? You know, do you want that gap to be, you know, to be more, you know, oriented to, you know, things that are at risk? Or do you want to make sure that that's there and it's going to be reliable and it's going to be dependable and it's going to be there regardless as to what are the markets doing and so forth? 
And, you know, more often than not, folks say, yeah, well, yeah, that's that's it. And and uh, as we talk about, I mean, that's that's what that's what the pensions were there for, you know, and, and if you don't have one, then it's like, how, do, how can we do that? And oftentimes we can look at, you know, we look and look at what the resources that you have and the different accounts that you have. And there are ways of you basically being able to create your own pension, right? So that you know you know that you can do that and you just maybe take a portion of your monies and fill that gap, so to speak, that we were just talking about, you know, between the, your social security income and your desired lifestyle and carve out a portion of, of your of your retirement resources and say, okay, this is this 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 bucket of money, so to speak, is going to is going to, you know, either entirely fill that gap or fill that gap mostly. And then and then we have you know additional strategies of what are we going to do with the rest of it? And how do we how are we going to do that? And again, it comes back to the idea, Walter, of can we make your money do the things that you want it to do, which is which is significantly different mindset, you know, and strategies than when you're in the accumulation years and you're saving for retirement, right? Now we're thinking about actually being in, you know, being in and living in retirement and how do we make your money do the things that you want it to do and create the life and the lifestyle that you want. And everybody's situation's different. Everybody has different amounts saved in different types of accounts. Some people have rental properties, some don't, some have pensions, but it's critically important to have reliable income because everything, the, the, the way our society is set up is, you know, is, is kind of on a monthly basis from your electric bill to your gas bill to, you know, you, you name it. It's like everything is, is like on a monthly cycle and monthly cash flow. And, you know, how are you going to, you know, maintain, you know, the, your lifestyle that way when you no longer have your, you know, your wages or, you know, your, you know, the, your business income, if you, you know, if you retire and suddenly that's now gone. And so you've got to have what you've saved and your other resources there to be able to, you know, in essence, create new paychecks from you or have, you know, lifetime income streams. And how do we do that? How do we make your money do that for you? And that's critically, critically important to make sure that it's going to be there when you need it and for as long as you need it for, that it's going to last your lifetime and, you know, and that you're, that you're not going to outlive your money. And then, you know, I mean, I, I, I talk with folks and, and it's like, what, you know, what, is it, what are the things that, that you want to achieve and, and whatnot, but also the things that you want to avoid? And it's about the top of that list is it's like, Glenn, I just, you know, no matter what happens, I don't want to be, you know, elderly and, you know, in, you know, out, you know, my late 80s or 90s or, you know, or beyond and just just don't have any more money left. And, you know, and I'm, you know, it's like I've lived too long, you know, for in terms of the resources that I had. Right. I don't want to be in that place. I don't want to be I don't want to be lacking in that. I want to be able to to know that I can be self-sufficient. I can take care of myself and there's enough resources there. And so that that's a big deal in terms of, you know, satisfying that and making sure that with it, that you can have that you know peace of mind and having those lifetime income streams in place goes a long way in, in making sure that you have that peace of mind. This is why we talk about these things on the Retirement Roadmap podcast. The things that don't matter until they do, you're going to want to put those things in place now, though, just like those smoke alarms, having airbags in your car, the fire extinguisher standing by. And uh, every once in a while, just making sure it's still got its charge and can work for that day when it might pop up that you need it. And that goes the same with these legal documents, the lifetime income streams, life insurance, long-term care protections. And I'm sure we could add more things to the list, but that's a pretty good uh, covering of items today. If you want to discuss some of these things, maybe you don't have a lifetime income stream set up or organized efficiently, and you haven't thought too much about long-term care, and you're not really sure if you've got the right legal documents in place, and all these other big questions that come about when you start planning for retirement and your later working years, uh, these are the kinds of conversations that Glenn has with people in the office each and every day. 
And if you'd like to set up time for a free consultation, whether you want to meet via Zoom or come into the office or just want to start a phone call conversation, uh, reach out. Don't hesitate to ask your questions to Glenn. Roadmapfinancial.com, the place to go, roadmapfinancial.com. Click on the free consultation button at the bottom of the page to set up a time to meet. Or you can call the old-fashioned way if you'd like, 336-291-3535. That's 336-291-3535. The phone still works, so feel free to reach out anytime. Glenn, appreciate the help as always, and we'll have another good episode on tap next week. All right, Walter. Take care now. You do as well. That's Glenn Mosseller. I'm Walter Storholt. We'll see you next time right back here on the Retirement Roadmap. <laughs> 